Welcome to the Art of Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Shanice, and through weekly inspiring conversations, we'll be exploring the themes of happiness, well-being, and what it takes to live fully and make the most of our precious time on the planet. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's guest is Sophie Bell. Sophie is a breathwork facilitator and founder of online breathwork studio, Mind You Club. She works with ambitious women to help them manage stress and overcome overwhelm by using self-development breathwork, which enables them to feel calmer, happier and more fulfilled in their lives. Sophie, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this conversation because breathwork is something that I find to be a fascinating modality and I've had a few experiences of it over the last few years and it's been just magic so I'm excited to hear more from you. Oh thank you so much. (laughs) My pleasure and maybe you could start off by telling us a bit about what breathwork is for people who maybe haven't even heard of the concept. What is breathwork? So breathwork is essentially conscious breathing. So anything where you are literally being conscious of your breath, whether that's something from just being aware of it and watching it through to some much deeper techniques, like um, there's a technique which I'm sure we'll touch on called rebirthing or conscious connected breath or holotropic breathwork. That's what the name for it, which covers um covers it but that's a lot deeper and is very different so yeah it's conscious breathing and it's really giving yourself the tools to be able to self-regulate your emotions to um, get into your subconscious and really help you manage your stress levels overall and um, yeah regulate your nervous system amazing and how did you discover breath work what was the thing that got you into it in the first place So there have been a few things along the way. So I started off um, doing some, a lot of mindfulness and meditation along with a little bit of breath work over 10 years ago. Now Um, I had um, a heart, a heart uh, condition, which I found out randomly through a work Mm. medical. And I, I had an operation. I was really pushing myself. I, the operation didn't work. It was quite a, it was keyhole surgery. So Mm. not like full on dramatic heart surgery, but, um, it didn't work. So I had to really look at changing my lifestyle and calming down a bit. Mm. (laughs) So, um, having always loved, you know, really, um, not extreme, extreme sports, but, you know, like big challenges and, um running and cycling and climbing mountains and things I had to just really take it back especially while I was healing so I started doing a lot of yoga and um you know breath work within things that I was doing mm-hmm. and then fast forward five years later I had moved to Singapore and moved home with my uh boyfriend at the time who's now my husband but he got really, really ill. I just started a business uh, with my sister and I wasn't able to manage my stress levels. And I just was becoming really more and more stressed. So I went on a meditation and mindfulness course where I was really able to learn much more about it. And again, really brought in that breath work when it came to meditation. So that was great. And then fast forward another five years and two children, uh, 
really difficult investor relations in the business um my mother was ill pandemic you know just mm. like I just felt like I I couldn't cope and I was exhausted and I couldn't change anything that was going on in my life you know usually you make a change like I was able to 10 years before you know you kind of change your exercise regime or you have a bit more sleep or you stop drinking you know I couldn't change anything that was happening I couldn't shift my responsibilities so I um started doing a lot more meditation with breath awareness but I I couldn't get into the meditation I was fine you know I was I needed something much more and breathwork was that thing it was that tool that was able to really physically calm me like physiologically change what was going on to really help me regulate my nervous system and the more I did the better I felt and although I had these challenges and you know I couldn't I wasn't gonna it was gonna it wasn't gonna stop me being upset or (laughs) being in demand from a child um but it was really such a supportive tool and these these bigger modalities like the conscious connected breath were really, really helped me go much deeper and address what was going on and really enable me to support myself through the challenging times and become a lot more resilient and not hold on to the kind of, I say trauma because, but it does sound quite intense saying trauma, but actually we all experience small traumas day to day. So it's actually those things that go on in our days that we hold within us. Mm -hmm. So it allowed me not to hold on to those things. So from a physical point of view, I wasn't getting unwell. I wasn't um, building up, you know, kind of that illness in my body from that, that stress and trauma can contribute to. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was those two sides of things, really, the day to day stress management and helping me get a bit of headspace, get a bit of calm and then the much deeper processing and this therapy without the talking side of breathwork, which is is just an amazing part of it. Um, And it also just allows you to be a lot more present. So when you're going through difficult times or you're just so busy that you feel like you can't take a breath, it enables you to be present and find joy in those simple moments mm. which when people you know everyone has stuff in their life going on that they can't control and um can be hard as well so that's why being present and breath work can be such a therapeutic and effective tool yeah absolutely and did you find that as soon as you started implementing it into your life that things started to change was it quite a quick change or is it something that you need to do kind of over a really long period of time to see the benefits well it was instant and this is why I love breathwork because I am quite an impatient person and you know I I also am someone who was always I mean I knew that doing self-care and mindful activities is very beneficial because I'd experienced it Mm -hmm. but I also am like oh I'll do it tomorrow or like oh I better do that later so with breathwork you can really start to bring it in very simply so when you're in that place of pure overwhelm or burnout just doing a few slow uh, controlled 
breaths mm-hmm. can really change things. And that's not something you have to make more time for, yeah. which I think is really important because people talk about self-care and these routines and it just feels unobtainable to a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. when they're at their point when they need them most. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. But the other side of it is that the more you do, the more you, really free yourself and lighten the load so it 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 builds up but it also is just as it's just brilliant to do whenever you can as well so I always say that to my clients you know like don't stress if you can't if you're not doing it do not add to your stress levels just do what you can do it where you're making a cup of tea and that be all you can do this week that's brilliant you know so and also learning to breathe properly is something that actually is really important and once you've learned you know you just kind of remember and do it properly a little bit like sitting up straight you know you might be like oh I need to I'm slouching it's mm-hmm. that same kind of thing that doesn't take any more time um and and a lot of us aren't breathing in fact most of us aren't breathing properly because we spend a lot of our time in fight or flight mode because we're constantly stimulated by different things and you know our, our inner primal person is you know, seeing cars and um, other things around us that are danger. So we we often breathe up in our chest and with our shoulders hunched and mouth breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is not giving our bodies the full capacity of our breath. So we want to be, so I'll, I'll just quickly tell you the three steps because they're so easy. Yeah, <laughs> so your, your listeners can take that away. So the first thing is just breathing through your nose. So you're not over breathing because by breathing in through your mouth, you're actually often taking in more air that you need than you need. And then your okay. body is having to deal with that air, almost like if you're eating too much food, you know, your body's getting what it needs and more, but then it's tired because it's dealing with all the extra food. Okay, I know you wouldn't imagine it, but you know that's what happens and then the other thing is that you're also using energy and often forcing out too much carbon dioxide um and there's a whole kind of scientific side to this that I won't go into because it is complicated but there's a great book called the oxygen advantage if anyone is interested um so the yeah that's the first thing nose breathing the second thing is just making sure that you're breathing into your diaphragm so I just say direct the direct the breath into your belly because then you're pulling the air right into the bottom of your lungs and that supplies two thirds of our breathing capacity. So we're able to get the air into the place where it's most needed because then it goes out to our organs much more efficiently. And the third thing is just bring your shoulders down. Just make sure you're not bringing that air up by raising those shoulders. So nose, belly, shoulders down, just really easy. Doesn't take any more time. Yeah, that's (laughs) such simple shift. Yeah, if you can get into the habit of embodying that throughout your day, then I can imagine it makes a huge difference. Exactly. And and actually, a lot of people say, God, I didn't realize how much I was mouth breathing. And um, it really helps people who have anxiety as well, because when they're constantly um, on alert and in that kind of fight or flight even more, if they're able to do that when they can, it, it really makes a difference. And also then you start to uh, nose breathe more in your sleep, which improves the quality of your sleep as well. And who doesn't want that? Amazing. I know. So many areas. I think it's one of those things that until you've heard about breath work as a concept, you think, oh, I know how to breathe. Like, why do I need to learn? But actually 
we do we're we're doing it wrong and it's something that we're probably not thinking about yeah exactly I think it's it's such like it's just the only thing that we can't live more than I think it's something like eight minutes without but we don't pay any attention to it because we're doing it automatically but actually if you pay attention to it you know if you'll you'll really save time elsewhere because you'll feel better you'll feel more energized won't need all the supplements you're probably buying online you'll be working out more effectively you'll be nourishing your body more from the food you're eating so people focus so much on you know like food and exercise and sleep and um if they breathe properly then naturally those other things will fall into place yeah it's almost like the missing puzzle piece I feel it is exactly lots of people maybe aren't aware of or aren't practicing Mm, exactly yeah so what do you think is more important or are they both equally important because there's breathing that we need to implement in our day-to-day life as we go through our normal daily tasks but also there's breathwork classes or breathwork kind of sessions and experiences what's your thoughts on the two and um, I mean learning to breathe is without a doubt the most important thing because you will see shifts in and it, it's for your overall health as well like it's really important to be breathing properly um but you know breathwork sessions are incredibly um effective and I know that people say they don't have time to add things in I know how that feels because I am that person even now honestly some days and I have so much to do I have to force myself because you get so much back so by spending mm-hmm. even five minutes ideally 10 minutes then you are going to have much more energy you're going to be more focused you're going to not be stressed and even if you're carrying on your to-do list and you're kind of on this adrenaline mode like you will have a bit of a crash later or perhaps the next day and so if you stop and take that time to do that breath work to physically restore yourself give yourself some headspace you are going to benefit from it and will have way more than 10 minutes to do extra things, you know, or you might just be happier and more present and be like, you know what? I don't really need to do the washing today. I'm just going to, I don't know, just read a book or have a bath. So it really is great. And I mean, yeah, then I do weekly much longer sessions. So I do like an hour session a week. Um, I try and do at least a 20 to 30 minute session a week. So I know an hour of breathing, (laughs) I know it sounds funny, doesn't it? Because we obviously spend more than 24 hours a day breathing, (laughs) doing like conscious breath work. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just do a slightly longer session once a week and then try and do three minutes is is the scientifically proven time to make a difference to your day. So if you make a cup of tea every day or you scroll on your phone every day, then you can do three minutes of breath work. What would you say for somebody who's just starting out and wanting to incorporate more of this what would they actually do in those three minutes do you have a technique you could share yeah absolutely so I um think that my well, my favorite technique which is so simple and it's a really calming one you know you've got energizing ones as well but this one is so versatile and it's called it's just called extended exhale that's what I call it anyway And you breathe in, you breathe out for double the length of your inhale. So say, for example, you breathe in for three counts and out for six, and then you can just 
lengthen those or shorten those just make sure that you're doubling the length of your exhale and okay. it's really calming it it um, activates what's called your vagus nerve which is the part of your parasympathetic nervous system that essentially tells all of your organs that it's safe that you can go into that rest and repair mode and the reason that that's important is because we don't live in that balanced state anymore whereas naturally we would live in both like fight or flight's important but Mm -hmm. it gives us that it switches our body and says you're safe to relax and so just doing that for a few minutes a day just signals to your body that you're safe it it starts that practice of um bringing your mind to the present moment as well and the more you do that the better as well Mm -hmm. amazing and yeah in three minutes everybody has three minutes yeah exactly that could be the best return on investment of time you could possibly make if it means that for the rest of your day you have more energy you feel more calm you feel more aligned so I would definitely be having a go at incorporating that into my morning so thank you so much and that one's great for falling asleep as well if you if you struggle with falling asleep okay so that (laughs) one's for for more of a relaxing breath yeah and you mentioned that there's also different things that you can do if you want to energize yourself through breath how would that look different yeah so the energizing is actually the opposite so it's breathing in for longer and then exhaling for a shorter period of time you don't necessarily want to do this for a a very long period of time because it changes the balance of your blood because you're forcing out the air but it does definitely energize you because with all different breathing techniques you're changing the physiology of your blood because of the changes in oxygen and um, carbon dioxide that's why it has that physical instant effect but um yeah so I would say breathe in for two out for one but probably a little bit longer than maybe four in for four out for two yeah and um and that can be really energizing you can also like bring you know bring your arms up above your head I know that this is a podcast but I'm doing it you know and um yeah moving with with the breath as you do that as well can okay. can be really good and then there's the conscious connected breath but you do need to work with someone one-to-one to learn how to do that but just doing a few minutes of that is really energizing as well wow. um so yeah if people are interested then I have got uh, more information about how to do it if you want to try it on your own on my Instagram page as well because it's a bit more complex it'd be like a whole podcast to explain it so okay or definitely link um everything in the show notes if you want to go and check that out and could you tell us a little bit more about what people can expect from like a breathwork session because I know it can really vary or the experience I've had is the first time I did a breathwork session I had no idea what to expect and it was amazing. And I remember feeling at the end, like I'd never felt so much peace Mm. in my life. Like I was so at peace. And also it brought through a lot of um, like intuitive visions. Mm. So it was like, it gave me clarity of what I wanted to do next. And I thought, oh gosh, this is amazing. And that was my experience of it. First time I did it, but there were other people in the room who were having totally different experiences. Like some were really quite like more more of a different or difficult experience but what can people expect from a session 
it it really depends because it sounds to me like you did do a conscious connected breathwork session was it um I don't know I don't think they used that term but it was a full like hour of different breathing techniques okay so so uh, yeah what can people expect so in terms of the format um I mean for for my sessions and I know that this is quite um probably quite common is you would start by um having got you know doing a bit of meditation and awareness and just kind of grounding yourself and then you go into a guided session where they will take you through different um different breathwork techniques and it's really the, the job of a breathwork practitioner is to really create a space and an environment where someone does feel really safe and supported to to kind of be with whatever they are feeling so um, when you do give yourself that space and time and particularly something like the conscious connected breath but also just generally with breath work because you are giving your body energy and you're you're allowing changes to happen um, things do rise to the surface and sometimes it can be that real mental clarity some joy perhaps memories or visions or you know that kind of thing or it can be that it goes into a trauma that's within your body and mm-hmm. it can be really emotional or if something's there that's very difficult in their life then it can sitting with yourself and your body and giving yourself that time to um process mm-hmm. is it, it can be emotional some people feel really angry as well like mm-hmm. it brings up anger and frustration because they might be that might be within them and they might be like I haven't got time for this your voice is annoying me I hate the music because a lot of people play music um but that's them that's what they need in that session so I always say like just be open and just be with what comes up and just try and stay and do the breath work just don't worry about how you feel because it can be it can be difficult actually as a not in terms of the actual breath work but it can be really difficult for people to just sit in peace and stillness with this energy um Mm -hmm. but it is very restorative as well and so when I do sessions I always bring people back to a really restorative space at the end Uh, it really depends on um the facilitator but some people will do a whole session on just a, a more intense breath Whereas I would say I tend to do more of a journey. It really depends on the length of the session as well. So Mm -hmm. like a half an hour session for most people would be a really restorative session. If it's during the day, it's probably most likely going to be something that will help them focus as well. Whereas if it's later on, it'll be something that's kind of preparing them to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that answers your question. It's quite a long answer. Absolutely. One thing that I found really fascinating about what you said is like, um, you know sometimes it can bring trauma to the surface and although that sounds maybe a bit scary or off-putting I think it's so it's it's amazing that this tool can help you do that because it's almost like if there's trauma in your body or in your system it wants to be cleared or it's coming up to be cleared so I am I right in thinking that through breath work we're actually kind of moving those energies or emotions from trauma out or like clearing or yeah healing. yeah absolutely I would say that we are 
often experiencing what we've suppressed and understanding ourselves much better. Um, So you might have a memory of even a feeling as a child that you had and you've is kind of stayed with you. So safe, for example, trust is quite a big one. So someone might have this very, this difficulty in trusting people and by doing through a, a breathwork session, they may, that may come to the surface, that feeling. And rather than them trying to suppress it as they probably always have to just be like, Oh, I don't trust, but you know, there's this resistance and frustration around it. They're just letting themselves understand it and stuff might come up like memories and then you know helping them understand what that was or they might not because actually a lot in our childhood like our parents wouldn't necessarily explain what's happening because might not be appropriate or they might not like talking about it but it might have been there so it's a chance for them to bring that to the surface and just be with it and kind of allow it to move on and like you said clear and I talk about limiting beliefs with my clients and mm-hmm. allow that to kind of come up and then kind of coach them through a little bit what that might be and how that might feel now and how they can kind of move forward. Um, but yeah, it really does help connect to your intuition and yourself. So mm-hmm. people feel like they have that stronger connection to themselves because they that breath does align your, your mind and body. So you yeah. kind of allowed yourself to have that um that brought to the surface and kind of dealt with as it needs to be sometimes it might need a little bit more work sometimes people might be like actually we need to talk about this and and pursue other support like go speak to um, a therapist if they feel that's right or in most cases it really helps people lighten the load and because they're doing that work literally within themselves that's why they really feel that connection which is such a special thing to have because it then means they're not kind of weighed down and confused there's no one else's opinion it's just Mm -hmm. like going I'm human this this is there and just let it be and then kind of moves on and allows them to kind of get to that higher place yeah have you found that since you started practicing breathwork regularly you have like a heightened sense of intuition have you noticed that within your own life Oh, hugely. And to be honest, that was the reason I started. Um, I wanted to become a breathwork facilitator because I just couldn't believe it. You know, I started it for stress management and then I had like my experience is very much um, related to like my my feelings around my physical image and my body. And it had always been like a real challenge for me to just be happy with myself and Mm -hmm. um and I I couldn't believe the transformation that I felt with that relationship with myself from doing breath work and going deeper and I have regular breath work sessions because I just feel like we all have so much stuff that we hold within us like people can hold on to things that people have said to them when they were five at school you know and like it doesn't mean that you've had a traumatic life. It just means that you might have something. We all have these things in us. It's just so healthy to just let them go or just be with them or just connect to your um, creativity. Like I can't believe how much more um, I've embraced that creative side of me because 
in business, I was always told, oh, you're such a left brainer. And I was always like, well, I do actually really like the other stuff, but okay, I'm a left brainer. You know, you get told stuff, Mm. don't you? You have to fit into a category. And then I was like, do you know what? I don't have to be like painting pictures to do, to be creative. And yeah, yeah. And just enjoy just being free actually. And just doing what you want to do and following what really brings you joy and I think that's really what life's all about isn't it like and 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 you can have joy in business or your career you don't have to be doing a job and say oh no well I don't have joy because that you can find joy in the simplest things in the connections around you and you know Mm -hmm. in the fact that we have transport to get us into an exciting city or whatever it is you know we we can find those things right now I that's something I've been thinking about a lot recently is we place or I talk to place so much importance on getting these big like achievements and accolades and then Mm. those things will bring us the most joy but actually it's the simple moments it's like it's the luxuriating in the small moment from like Mm. having a chat with your friend to like having a cup of tea or like anything that's simple that you can find so much joy in when you're present yes exactly like we totally live in our heads and our experiences are all in the present moment within us so you know it's like when you compare if someone says something and two people can take it totally the opposite way depending on what's Mm -hmm. going on within them so you know like you can actually change how you feel based on a thought in a good or a bad way so that's why it's really important to be really self-aware and and find ways of understanding yourself better and breathwork is amazing for that so that Mm -hmm. you can go oh someone just looked at me that way in the street that doesn't mean that you know I look awful or I'm a bad person they don't even Mm. care that's maybe not a great example but (laughs) you know um I know you you don't you don't allow I suppose triggers is what I'm I'm trying to say you know people yeah. everyone has things that trigger them like um you know someone saying something and you taking it the wrong way is a classic mm-hmm. example but that is happening in your head and actually you know you can be aware of that and go okay well you know I was upset that that person said that because I'm I feel like you know I'm not clever enough or I'm I'm this and then you go okay well that's probably not the case and just let it move on whereas Mm -hmm. if things like kind of get in your head and then you're like busy and you you want to you don't want to feel like that so you just kind of try and fight it then that's going to kind of niggle at you all day so it's it's just being like really finding true self-awareness so that you can make changes you can choose not to be annoyed by stuff I know that's sometimes easier said than done um (laughs) you can adopt a more positive mindset you can tell yourself nice things when these triggers come up like it's just it all makes for a much happier life and you know that is the point really it is it really (laughs) is and I actually think I've come to learn that triggers are actually helpful because they're like clues that pop up to show us where there's something we have to like heal or reframe Mm. it's like it's like a compass so say like something triggered you and you can bring your awareness to okay there's something here with breath work do you ever suggest setting an intention for that specific session so let's say someone had a trigger and they wanted to work through it 
could they apply that like specifically to a breathwork session or is it more letting whatever comes up comes up no it's um I mean both you can do and um sometimes yeah whenever I'm doing like I have an eight-week program where it is quite it's loosely themed but someone might come and say do you know what like I'm fighting with my husband or I feel like um I have no space for myself or I'm just knackered so those three things you know you would take you might do a more restorative session just let it saying mm-hmm. someone you know allow yourself to relax and and those statements throughout a breathwork sessions are important so that's why I always try and with with a bigger group theme it so people understand okay. and can like connect with the theme or they can ignore it but they know it's there um yeah. but yeah I think if for example I often find that I if I'm stuck on something with my business or um you know I need some inspiration I'll do some breath work and I'll kind of just try and be open or if I'm annoyed by something I just kind of allow myself to be annoyed and what does that feel like or what does that mean and then I actually did (laughs) I did um a breath work on my online studio for bad moods because it's just these real things you know if you're in a bad mood you just want to you might want to shift it or just you know you're in a bad mood I should do my breath work okay I'll do that one (laughs) so yeah it's it it is um it is helpful to do that but I think it can also just be like if you've planned to do a breath work and you might be feeling great and you can still do it and stuff might come up or you might go oh I'm in a really bad mood loads of stuff's going to come up and you do the breath work and actually you're it brings you a lot of joy so you know that's kind of that's happened to me before both both ways where I've been like oh god I'm going to cry for you this whole thing and then I've talked about why and that's kind of been said so it's almost like I've dealt with it so actually I Mm -hmm. can giving myself permission now to just feel like that's really good it's all said and then the other way where I'm like yeah I'm in a really good place nothing on my mind and then just see what happens and something's released and lightens Mm -hmm. the load even more so amazing yeah hopefully that will make sense yeah it does completely I know you have young children have you ever considered or do you ever recommend teaching your children how to breathe differently no um breath work with children is really really good um I know a lot of my clients do different techniques for their kids like mine are a little bit too young um mm-hmm. like t- Ted's one so with him though I especially because I actually struggled quite a lot with my I had a lot of anxiety in my pregnancy and then I I was just so on my knees by the time he came and then obviously yeah. no sleep but I used to do mm-hmm. breath work at night when I was awake with him and and it was a really nice bonding thing and it really he really calmed down so we both kind of fall asleep together yeah it was really nice actually um so yeah breath work with babies around is a great thing um but yeah with I would say probably Lola's nearly ready to to do it with me and you know I could do something fun like people often bring in animal noises so like breathe in through your nose and then roar like a lion or you know for as long as you can or different things just to um it can help shift their moods as well especially if they're having to punch them or if something's upset them at school or nursery then it's it's really great and there's actually um a a bit a 
uh, an Instagram account, I suppose, an organisation called School Breathe, um, which okay. quite a few, I'm not involved in actually, um, but yeah, a few facilitators I know are, and it, it looks like a really great initiative, which I'm sure as my kids get older, and I hopefully have a bit more time, I'd love to get involved in. Yeah absolutely gosh it's just so powerful and I feel like if this could get out into a wider mainstream and everybody knew about it it would just it would change the world in many ways yeah exactly and yeah it's even like breathing with other people like when I started my course it was all online because of lockdown Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm not really bothered about making friends you know I've got enough friends and I haven't got time anyway because I've got two kids you know I don't want to like kind of be involved in that and I couldn't honestly believe like how much my mind changed and how like connected I felt with these people who I just met through a screen just through breathing together and um sharing experiences like it really is a powerful way to connect as Mm. well gosh I love it (laughs) I'm definitely re-inspired to go back I I haven't actually been doing it consciously for quite a while so thank you for the oh, I'm so glad <laughs> I usually like to end each episode by asking three questions and ask all of my guests these okay and the first one is what do you think is the most important ingredient to a thriving life if you could just choose one being present mm. okay. yeah definitely and what is your top book recommendation is there a book that you've read and you think oh I wish everybody could go and read this oh this is really testing my memory as well let me just have a look I've got some books around me (laughs) oh yes there is it's come to me I knew there was one um the chimp paradox actually I have got another one as well how to to be human which is by ruby wax is fantastic as well it really helps you understand your emotions and your thoughts and feelings but so does the chimp paradox and the chimp paradox as you can tell from the name like talks about it really helps you remember because of the way he talks about things like your chimp like me and my husband now are like we should not talk about that because our chimps are it's you know it's late our <laughs> chimps are on the loose they're gonna just be horrible to each other <laughs> oh brilliant I'll definitely have to check those yeah they're Thank really good and the last question is what would be a piece of advice that you'd give to a younger version of yourself if you could go back to a younger Sophie and give her one piece of advice what would you tell her I honestly would, would really wish I'd started breathwork earlier because it's just it's, I think especially like the body image stuff like that I I just feel like I've got it's such a waste of time isn't it when you when something settles or you what you've wanted kind of comes to fruition you look back and you're like I wish I'd just done this or I mean obviously I, you never want to change anything because we're, we're where we are for a reason mm-hmm. but yeah I think I would have benefited so much by doing breathwork earlier and like really embarking on much more of a deep journey with it to, to mm. connect with myself. But, you know, no regrets, but I would yeah. definitely make that recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. And how can people work with you? What kind of offerings do you have if people are interested in learning more from you? So I work 
um, with groups and to do one-to-one work. So from a one-to-one perspective, I do offer a one-off so people can just book in for a session, have a, um, I'll teach them a bit more, like look at their breathing, teach them techniques that are specific to them, which can help them um, and talk through a little briefly about like their goals and how to bring breath back in, how it can help them achieve their goals and then do a longer guided session so they can really experience what it's like. But then I do an eight week program, which is all about um, releasing, restoring and reconnecting to yourself as well. So it's a real journey of um, like just getting to know yourself, learning to breathe properly reforming those neural pathways with that brain plasticity and um then just coming out feeling a lot more present equipped with tools and um much more fulfilled and you know understanding what brings them joy um but then from a group perspective i have an online breathwork studio which is an online platform full of loads of breathwork recordings from breathwork for bad moods through to longer sessions of like empowering your inner cheerleader um and then I do live sessions as well so there are 30 minute sessions that every other week that people can come to at lunchtime or um as at or and not all a self-development workshop which brings in um the therapy without the talking technique and um yeah it's often themed but it's always very accessible to people it's not ever too specific so amazing well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today it's been such a pleasure speaking with you oh thank you so much it's been so exciting I was so excited even more when I talk talk about it all you can connect with Sophie and follow her work on Instagram at mind you club and you can also join the Art of Thriving podcast community on Instagram at thrive.and.co. I look forward to connecting with you there and thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode.